Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of $15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Hello and welcome to the Runs World podcast with me, Rick Pearson. Me, Ben Hobson. And me, Jane McGuire. Today we're speaking with Lewis Moses about how to navigate the festive period as a runner. Easy. <laughs> Go on, Ben. Solve it. Just don't bother. Eat some Toblerone. Have a lovely time. Well, I like that. Rest is important. <laughs> no, I mean, it's the most flippant of all comments. But I think we're getting to it nicely with, Mos- with, with Lewis, but... um. I'm sort of uh, do do what you can when you can kind of you're, kind of you're go maximizing when it comes. rest over the festive oh, period. Oh, mate, it's the most important thing. You've got to recalibrate before the start of the new year. It's very downtime is is crucial, and I think Christmas is that's what it's for. I'll go running, but you know there absolutely won't be any sort of like hard and fast about it. But I sense Jane that it may be more difficult for you to adopt. Yeah, that um, I think anyone who's met me will know I find it hard <laughs> to relax. <laughs> So the thought of, I always go back to my parents, so the thought of, you know, being in Essex and not running for a, a long time makes me, makes me want to want to cry actually, Rick. Um, mm. So <laughs> you would definitely see me out there running around. Yeah. I won't say where in case, in case we have any weird <laughs> listeners, but you know, you'll find me running around because um, otherwise I would, I would get really stressed and ruined for Christmas for everyone in the house. Yes, that is fair to be fair. Yeah, and I mean, I think, I think that like, circuit. If you're traveling somewhere, that's like I'll be going back to my mum and dad's probably, and that means there's some nice trails. So I know that I will go running because mm. I know that the, the location change will make me want to go running. But I, um, yeah, I don't think I'll be going out. I'm not like a. Are you a Christmas Day runner? I'm not really. Yeah, I'd like to. I think it's not. It's not, I don't think it's going to be that practical at the minute, but yeah, I, yeah, I like, the, there's I, no I love, way I'll I love the idea of getting out out of a house early mm. on Christmas Day because it can be quite claustrophobic, can't it? You're just kind of inside all day. I think it's nice to get outside a little there's, bit. There's no way the boys. Some, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not getting out of the house with two children going insane about <laughs> Christmas. There's no way. Some years, the Maguire family, not my mum, but we go for a little Christmas Day run together. We're like oh, that. Nice. That meme that people like. Imagine, yeah, mar- like imagine marrying one of those families that. <laughs> runs on Christmas Day. It's me. It's me. Not that I'm married, but you know. <laughs> there you go. That's it. But I have done a few races. Did the, I've done a knacker cracker on that's New Year's Day. So that's like you got to hone, you sort of rein yourself in a little bit on New Year's Eve. Um, they're quite like a, a sort of festive race, but um, they do kind that of, good. they kind of get in the, I guess it, I don't know. They can be a bit of a It depends what up. you want. I guess it depends what sort of floats your boat, really. Mm. If you want to race during Christmas, then go all guns. I'm just sort of that. I just don't want anything to uh, stop 
or influence me enjoying Christmas to its fullest? Yeah, I guess as well it depends on your family a bit because like I come from quite a fitness family where if I said, I'm just go out for an hour to go for a run, it'd be like, cool, see you then. Whereas I imagine not all families are like that and it would be like, what? Like we're having lunch or da-da-da-da. I don't know. If you're a runner know. though, if you're a runner, I'm pretty sure everyone is aware that you're a runner because you've, you, you've told them so you they'll probably be told um but i guess if you're staying with in-laws or something and yeah they're true like, oh, what are you mm. doing why are you going out now this again <laughs> isn't well, a reflection on my situation yeah. but like oh. people might find it weird yeah it's, I know, I know it's mean, snowing I mean. why are you going out running yeah like yeah. oh what do you mean we've just put the fire on <laughs> like, i don't know maybe people find it harder to get out there i think that's another thing isn't it like i I enjoy Christmas because I don't have to work and I don't have to fit in all the other things I have to fit in in my life. So I can, I've got the day to just walk the dog and go for a run and then obviously see my family. But like for you guys have got kids, I imagine they don't let you do that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're right. That's true. It becomes a bit more manic as a day, I would say. I can put, I can put one in the running buggy, and that'll be all right. So I could get him out the house. But yeah, it's not maybe that. Yeah, when they have their little sugar crash at like. Probably like 11am because you'll be up at four, won't you? They're both dedicated watchers of the Queen's Speech. So that gives me a chance to get out. They're they're very strong royalists. So uh, no, I mean, no, it's not not happening really. Um, But again, fine by me. What about um, boozing? Obviously, Mm. that's something a lot of that kind of ratchets up over Christmas. When have you ever done the kind of thing of like, oh, I drank heavily last night. I need to go and put, I need to, that, therefore I need to run quite hard and try and create some kind of equilibrium. Because I feel like that can be a bit of a dangerous uh, yeah, spiral I, for people. I haven't done this, but my brother does this every single Christmas day. He'll go out really late, normally in Leytonstone, so look out for him <laughs> on, a, on Christmas Eve. And then he'll absolutely power like a manic workout on Christmas Day and then 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 be okay but i'm not i'm not like that i think if i drank as much as him i wouldn't you wouldn't see me on christmas day i definitely wouldn't be running um, but uh, people use I've, it as a hangover cure don't they i've always yeah. done that but uh, christmas aside um if i was hung uh, if i was hung over i would probably try and go for a run because it made me feel better and that was simply it like i would just um so i guess over christmas the same rules apply but uh no i think Again, I would I would fall into the the crowd of people who go, wow, it's Christmas. So if I've got if I've if I've got a hangover, then so be it. And I don't think I'll go for a run. I'll probably just deal with it. And then, but yeah, I, I mean, I uh, I've always yeah, but I, I, it was never hard. I'd never go out for a big like try and smash myself to pieces after with a hangover. I just if it's cold and you're hungover and you can get out and it's sort of like a bit bracing and you can kind of move a bit. I mean, that's that feels all right. I quite like that. That kind of like wakes you out of your your grogginess. But I'm not trying to sort of like set a PB or anything insane like that. Yeah, I mean that's good. I mean there can be a temptation to sort of a slight kind of punishing of oneself that can go no. on. No, 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 no. It's all it's all a support system. <laughs> that's the best way. That's you know, if you're hungover, then do a run that supports that hangover. You're not trying to kill yourself, and then you can get back and have a nice mulled something just you know as a recovery beverage. Mull it over, yeah. Well, I think we should probably get our um, our guest on. What do you think? Yes. Guest of the week. Here in the studio. Guest of the week. Sometimes on the phone. Could be an athlete. Could be a physio. Or a complete unknown.
So today we're talking with founder of New Levels Coaching, um, running coach Lewis Moses about how to navigate the festive period. Um, Lewis, welcome to the Runners World podcast. Thank you for having me. For anyone who has listened, Lewis has had the joy and maybe not joy of being my coach <laughs> for a few years. Um, and I thought we'd we'd chat today because I know Christmas is coming um, and people kind of get a bit panicky, don't they, about what, how to train, what to eat, what to do over the Christmas period. So what kind of advice do you normally give athletes in terms of training over Christmas? It's a really good point, Jim, because everybody has different priorities over Christmas. Um, some people have have races over the Christmas period. There's uh, very popular races on New Year's Eve, for example. Uh, so some people want to almost say that they want to stay in shape over the festive period, but then people tend to get worried about um, festive activities they're going to do, what they're going to eat, what they're going to drink. And the biggest thing I find is people just don't want to take a day off. <laughs> it's um, it's a real challenge we have when, when we coach runners of, of any ability is that uh, it's almost more of a mental challenge to get them to take a day off than it is to, to get them out of the door. So it's a really tricky period to navigate, but I try to work with athletes and work with what works best with them. So you look at it individually. Some people want to train on Christmas Day. It's part of their routine. Some people love to go to part run on Christmas Day, and that's a great thing. But some people want to just rest, and I just think you should do ultimately what you want to do and you shouldn't feel guilty for taking any time off because it's all about consistency from a coaching perspective you shouldn't just be trying to cram things in or trying to impress people on social media just to say you've ran on christmas day you know we always see those posts online so do what ultimately is right for you and what you f- feel most comfortable with i think that's really good advice this yeah um do you think there's anything wrong then with say someone was like you know what it's just too big a stress trying to fit running in around like <laughs> cooking the turkey or whatever I need to take two weeks. I'm going to take two weeks off. Do you think there's anything wrong with taking two weeks off? Is it? We actually see that some turkey's kind of... going to be so overdone. <laughs> 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 slow cooker. Very, very, very slow. Very cook. slow cook. Um, yeah. Would you would you see any, like if you, you know if you were a runner and you don't run for two weeks, is that is that an issue? Do you, would you come out of that a lot less fit? Do you think or not? There's a little bit of research to suggest that ten days off aerobic activity doesn't make any difference you don't make much gains in that time but you don't actually go backwards you know you think of it as sometimes when you've had a cold in the past and you've had to take some time off quite often you come out of it the other side and you feel fresh and you feel good um i think one of the biggest mistakes runners often make particularly after hard training um periods or particularly after a big race such as a marathon is they don't take enough time off off the back of that and everyone is reluctant to take some time but as we know with, with any training, and particularly when you're hard training, you need to have a certain amount of rest and recovery in there to get the training adaptations that we're looking for. So yeah, it might not be ideal to have the full two weeks off, but also I don't think you should be scared to, to take some time off, no matter how uh, how that fits. A lot of people go on holiday as well, and for the first time, a lot of people are going back things, going to places skiing. Um, that's been off the agenda for a long time. And people are worried saying, I can't get out whilst I'm skiing, I'm going for a week or two weeks. Don't worry, there's some cross-training benefits in there to skiing. Go and, ha- go and have some fun, you know, if you can get out on the slopes, keep yourself fit in that way and pick training up when you get back. But I don't think people should obsess about it too much. I think the big hurdle for a lot of people, certainly myself, is that um, when you get, it's that mix of like your eating habits and your drinking habits change quite dramatically during a festive period and you kind of, almost feel compelled to try and offset 
the damage you're doing by like by running some more or doing something like that is that you know i mean not necessarily your area of expertise i say but from a nutritional point of view is you know the the change of habits over christmas does that make a massive difference to anyone particularly i think it's like any other time of the year it's it's interesting how our mindset shifts isn't it when it comes to christmas um we all of a sudden associate kind of bad foods and uh, treating ourselves but at any other time of the year we never really seem to have a problem with treating and we'll quite often pick up a dessert without thinking about it um but you look at you know the general food that you have over christmas it's pretty good like you know there's uh, there's a lot of lots of veg on people's plates hopefully um you know there's people have smoked salmon on christmas day morning and generally they're getting good fuel into themselves so i think people tend to look at it um from a negative standpoint and think oh i'm going to be eating all this chocolate and going to be filling my boots and that's absolutely fine as well because we're allowed treats and i think the key message from my perspective as a coach is it's always about balance and moderation you know, you want to be able to reward yourself. If you're going to go out and train hard on Christmas Eve, for example, then surely you can look forward to your Christmas dinner and a bit of chocolate as a bit of a reward for that. Uh, and I wouldn't ever say to people, you know, go absolutely crazy. But at the same time, it's a time of year that's there to be enjoyed with family and friends. And for me, happy and healthy runners are the best runners always. And how do you think, like, obviously, this probably doesn't apply to Rick and Ben because they've got kids and I imagine that kind of ruins the whole like Christmas morning run. But how do you stop like, <laughs> how do you stop people over training? Because like for me, Christmas, I get to go home to my parents, they'll look after the dog and I can just go out and do what I want, which I don't get to do in my day-to-day life. But obviously for parents, that's different. But how do you stop people over training? And what, what should a training plan kind of look like over Christmas? It's a really good point because all of a sudden you find people have time off work as well. So it's almost like they want to train more because they've got more time. And quite often that, that can be quite damaging because you start doing things that you've never done before and people, you know, even going out for a walk with a family on Boxing Day or something like that and then people will then try and cram a run in or even two runs and you might already be quite fatigued and tired from all the emotions of Christmas Day, particularly if you've got children. Um, so again, for me, it comes back to don't change too much. Uh, you know you don't want to start putting things in that you've never put in there before and um, don't worry about what other people are doing is, is one of the biggest uh, bits of advice I would give people so busy looking on Strava um, and there's that famous quote from Seb Coe and Steve Yvette from years ago yeah, where yeah. Seb Coe talks about going out twice on Christmas Day because he was worried about Steve Yvette going out twice on Christmas Day and years later you know, Steve Yvette said to him, oh, you only went out twice on Christmas Day, with a little bit of tongue-in-cheek <laughs> to say, yeah, I, I probably went out three times that day. But we can become obsessed with what other people are doing and often not look at what's best for us. And over a seven-day period, particularly, you know, Christmas falls on a Saturday this year, which which I quite like. Um, but people will be looking at Christmas and New Year's Saturday to Saturday in that seven-day period, and they'll try and cram absolutely everything in to that seven-day cycle. Whereas actually, why not just spread it out a little bit? Why not give yourself, you know, 10 or 11 days rather than try and fit two long runs in? Why not just fit one in and and piece it together a little bit differently? So rather than trying to stick to your training plan so rigidly or try and get more in, why not be a little bit more flexible? Because again, you've got to be happy. You've got to be healthy and consistency always beats a one-off seven-day cycle. For sure. This is sort of linked to that, Lewis, but... um. Do you, is there also a danger of people coming out of the kind of 
Christmas and New Year period and thinking and then kind of starting to flog themselves a bit and thinking, you know what, like I, I went back a couple of steps over Christmas, like I need to I need to get on get on this now and maybe again do a little bit too much too soon. Particularly with marathons coming up in the spring, yeah, we right, find yeah. that yeah we find that every single year. You know, January the first comes round and people, New Year, New Me. I'm now I'm now on it. I'm on it from January the first and. I would challenge anybody listening to this, if, if there are people listening to this, of course, like, why not start now? Why not put those things in place now? Because it's not a new you, it's just the same you. You're just upgrading yourself, you're just looking to improve. But the best improvements come over a period of time, not in a short space of time. And qu- quite often, if we look for very quick gains and we do things like running challenges in January or we try and do too much at once, that often leads to injuries in the future, which then put us in a worse place than where we first started so I think you've got to be really careful not to just throw everything in there at once I think there's a lot to be said for just embracing the time off right because if you've got marathon coming up in the spring and you've got like a whole set training plan ahead of you with some some heavy work to come then really sit back and just like take time out before because that everyone knows that the training period when you get into it it actually is all consuming and that it ends up sort of being the main focus of your time so kind of switch off a bit from running and maybe not take it so seriously absolutely i think there's a lot to be said for that even from like a mindset and training perspective again going back to the fact i i believe it's mentally more challenging for an athlete to take a day off so why not challenge yourself mentally in that way instead of just going out going out the door but also i think perspective is often a big thing you know if if you're getting really uptight and stressed about going for a run or a training session and all your family and friends are there and they're hoping you're going to stay with them and you're starting to get, like I say, a little bit upbeat about that, then why not just take that day off, enjoy the time with your family and friends, and again, challenge yourself to almost get a little bit uncomfortable with not going out running, because there's a lot more to running than just racing and fast times, and quite often, I think, over the festive period, you can sit back and have a little bit of perspective. Even when I was you know, an elite athlete, I did like to go home, spend time with the family, have a little bit of a drink with family and friends because, you know, especially last year with COVID, it's not often, you know, not every year we get to do that now. So you've got to make the most of that time you have with those people as well. And sometimes that's not just going out for your run, on your own, (laughs) putting the world right in your head. (laughs) This is the Runner's World Podcast. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. 
Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. And I think talking of COVID, obviously it's, it's still here, isn't it? And I think that's one of the things I'm worried about, that as we kind of go out more over Christmas, what, what if I get COVID and I can't go out for a run? And that's, I think, Lou, as you know, it's always been my biggest fear during the whole pandemic. But for people that can't run over Christmas, whether it's injury, whether they do get COVID, how do you cope with that? Because obviously I find the minute I kind of eat differently, I'm out of my normal eating pattern. If I can't run, that really, I feel awful about it. So what kind of tips would you give? I know you've given me loads, but what kind of tips would you give <laughs> listeners to kind of cope with that mental battle, I guess? I think focusing on what you can do as opposed to what you can't do. So if you go back to the original lockdown, we were told, you know, you could only exercise once per day, for example, outside. And particularly for elite athletes who train two or three times a day, it was like, whoa, what do I do? What do I do? And I just think you should always focus on what you can do. What do you have access to? So a few of our athletes who we work with at the minute, unfortunately, have COVID. So it's looking at can they get access to maybe a spin bike or some of them have a peloton at home in the house so they could maybe cross train uh, if they've not got access to that could they do some strength sessions could they go online have a look at certain workouts that they could be doing uh, but again you know maybe it's time to then say okay i can't get out and do everything that i usually usually go and say i'm going to spend time with the family and i'm going to relax <laughs> oh, no. and have some don't fun. Oh, no. oh no <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to do that <laughs> Get me out. I'm joking. I'm joking if my brother is listening. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, don't don't be afraid to think a little bit differently, I guess, is is what I would say to people. We we think that running is the only type of fitness sometimes and we, we quite often neglect all the things that are good for us as well, like the strength and conditioning bits that you should be doing from home, which we never do as runners and we just leave to the last minute. So actually, maybe see that as a chance to get those things in. And as I used to say to you, Jane, you know, your heart and lungs don't know what training you're doing sometimes. If the heart rate is up and you're getting that heart rate up and it's pumping blood around the body and the lungs are working hard, then the heart and lungs have no idea that you're not out for a run. So maybe look at inventive ways of, of doing that. What if you've got a race, Lewis? Because as you, as you kind of alluded to at the start, there are some good races over the festive period and there's there are sort of New Year's Day races as well. Um what would you advise me if you've actually one of these um, foolhardy people who's actually got like, you know, put a race in the calendar during this period? It's a really good point, Rick, because you find, I find this goes one of two ways with people who enter races over the festive period. Some people enter races because they want that accountability, because they want something to look at and say, well, you know, I'm not going to go out. I'm not going to absolutely stuff myself on Christmas Day because I've got a race on Boxing Day. And it kind of gives them a little bit more of structure to their training, particularly over um, quite a, let's say, a problematic period for a lot of families because there's a lot going on. But then some of the results we've had with athletes in the past is when they almost enter a race and do it in a relaxed way. Oh, I'm going to go and enjoy that race over the festive period. 
and they go out and have an absolute stormer and they are just so relaxed and I think there's a bit of a lesson in that for all of us is that sometimes we run our best races when we're at our most relaxed and when we're at our happiest and yes it's good to have a race on the calendar for certain people but don't be afraid again just to relax switch off I, I believe the best sports performers in the world are really good at switching off when they need to and switching on when they need to and I think there's something to be said about that when racing over Christmas. That's cool. Yeah, I'm just thinking back to some Santa runs I've done. And I think I, I bought too much. I bought too much stress about experience. Actually, it's quite stressful getting in one of those costumes. Anyway, I, yeah. I think that there's a, you know, if, again, if you're an elite, yeah, for sure. Like your your, you know, your your training patterns are different and all stuff. But for the for your bog standard recreational runner i think that christmas is a time where you can just switch off a bit i just do you know what i mean and as you say get uncomfortable with doing that if you're not used to doing it because you know it's christmas right come on exactly exactly yeah. if you can't go and if you can't turn up to park run or you can't go and do a boxing day handicap which is the runs i usually do at christmas and you can't do that in fancy dress then for me you take it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly bit of a hangover yeah what about Lewis what about running with a hangover you got any hot tips there yeah it's a really good good question because a lot of people will drink uh, over the festive period hydration is just the key to that really hydration and recovery what you don't want to do is is put yourself in a real hole by having a drink being hung over and then trying to hit a session the next day or something like that and then really burying yourself particularly with I know this is a going a bit more serious but particularly with COVID around as well you know you'd probably then damage your immune system you'd be you'd be low on energy your chances of recovery a lot a lot less so for me it's about enjoying yourself and again it comes back to balance and perspective have everything in moderation so don't go out and get absolutely trolleyed and then try and run a hard session the next day or a race because it's probably not going to work for you but at the same time um don't think that you can't have a drink and enjoy yourself but just maybe think about okay i might need to keep a bottle of water alongside my bottle of ale there to the side or next to your glass of water wine. <laughs> um, is this the same advice you give to your like obviously you coach people that are a lot better than me um is this is this the advice you give across the board or what do you tell your you kind of you're you're more elite athletes to do over this time are they still got hard training plans of that week well firstly jane there is everyone can say they're better than somebody unless they're elliot kipchoge so that's true that's true (laughs) um but yes they do they do have a training plan but i think it's really good to again give people a little bit of an insight into an elite athlete's world so i coach a small group at loughborough some who um looking to become international athletes one qualified for the european cross country which is next weekend in dublin so that that's brilliant um but those people as well i still plan in so uh, on the 17th of december we're having our team meal out and we'll go out and have a few drinks and celebrate the year and they will have a couple of days over christmas where they travel to families and partners families as well because sometimes they go home and then go and see their, their partners families so they need a little bit of downtime. So that's always factored in, but it does come down to the individual. So some of them are wanting to race on the 3rd of January. That's a pretty quick turnaround after the new year. So they will have a couple of days easy, but they will get back into the swing of things pretty quickly as well, because they have to be, they've got you know trial races coming up. So I guess it comes down to what your aim is, what your goals are as an individual and what you're targeting. So if you're thinking about London Marathon in October next year, then 
Maybe you can have a bit of a better Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, lots of time. Lots of time, everyone. <laughs> so if anyone's listening to this thinking, I want to coach for 2022 Big Girls, where can they, where can they find out more, Lewis, about your coaching? They can go to newlevelscoaching.co.uk or they can follow us on Instagram or Facebook, New Levels Coaching. We have a brilliant team of, of coaches who've helped runners of all abilities and, as I like to say, to help them to try and find their potential. But we will only take people on if they're willing to take a day off over <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> so that brings us to the end of this week's Runners World podcast. A huge thanks to our guest, Lewis Moses, and to you, of course, for listening. If you're looking for the perfect gift this Christmas, how about a subscription to Runner's World? Head to hearstmagazines.co.uk slash Runner's World Podcast to get an exclusive listener offer of just three issues for £5 or find the better deal, which is like a year's worth of magazines and it's sort of 15, 20, 30 something quid. But anyway, it's Christmas, so give the gift that keeps on giving, which is a subscription to Runner's World magazine. And if you're looking to get... Ben, Rick or I a Christmas present don't worry about it just subscribe to the Runners World podcast on Acast iTunes and all your favourite podcast apps Um, yeah we'd love it thanks for listening and we'll see you again next week Join us today during the Jeep celebration event right now get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.